Welcome to How to Stop Wanting Him Back, a podcast on not just getting over your ex, but into yourself. I'm Claire, the Heartbreak Coach. Let's make what feels impossible possible. Hey, loves, welcome to episode 14 Single, Happy, and Fulfilled. Who am I talking about? This girl. I know. Aren't I so annoyingly happy? (laughs) Well, I am. I am. I am annoyingly happy to some of you listening who might be just super heartbroken and thinking that the only answer to your happiness is him coming back or finding a man to complete you. I had a couple of consultations this week with potential clients. One of them is a client who, where that's what everyone said. You know, I listened to your podcast and I am that girl who really looks to have a man complete her. And I, you know, said what I said in my last episode, that episode was called How how to call Mr. Right in. And yes, I think I have authority on how to call him in, even though I haven't done it myself. And I take full responsibility for why I haven't. And I know exactly why I haven't. And I'm at peace with that. What? <laughs> it's true. And so I said on one particular consultation to a girl who's, you know, 10 years younger than me, she's 28, I'm 38. And I said, you know, our work together is not about hoping in six months from now that he comes back and you live happily ever after. That is not what I'm selling. I'm selling you to start dating yourself and heal your heart and understand why you stayed in this relationship with someone who really wasn't giving you all that you need. Now, that's also a a tricky thing because I've fully believe that we don't date someone to give us things that we need. But this particular person was checked out in this woman's relationship for a long time. And ultimately, he pulled the trigger and she is in not in the happiest of places, understandably so. But as she described the nature of the relationship and how he sounded very much checked out and going through his own things, which just wasn't going to make him an ideal partner for her. My interest is why did she stay in it for so long, right? Never an opportunity to judge someone. Go back to my episode five, my heartbreak story. My self-esteem was so low during that rock bottom relationship in my life, which is why I stayed. If, If he would just stay with me and be the man who he promised me he was in the beginning of the relationship, that was all I needed for my oxygen at the time. And so now the reason why I do what I do is because I want women coming to me who want to date themselves. Let me be clear. I am totally wanting to settle down with someone and get married and have a family. And I 100% believe that is going to happen for me because newsflash, if you're tuning in for the first time, your thoughts create your results. And I'm very intentional and strategic and aware of where I'm putting my focus right now, which is my business, my self-care, and being open to organic situations of someone coming up. But other people might be coming to me saying, hey, I just came off the heels of a relationship navigating through heartbreak, but I'm ready to get really clear about who I am now, who I was that wasn't serving me, that got me to attract that person into my life, and how to feel super fulfilled as I put myself out there right? Not 
How do I get fulfilled by getting the man? And this is what I think is so challenging for single women, especially women my age and going into their 40s who do want marriage, who do want kids, and then they put that extra time pressure on them. But the work is to really be in a space that you have all the time and that you are exactly where you are supposed to be in this moment. Every decision that you have made has led you to here and that everything about being right here right now is perfect. I believe I shared on last week's episode that my coach, Stacey Bayman, said everyone needs a coach and no one needs a coach. Where you are right here right now is absolute perfection because if you were supposed to be anywhere else, the city you live in, the house you live in, having the job that you have, the friends that you have, whether you're single, whether you're heartbroken, it's all perfect and it is all working for you if You allow yourself to believe that this is all happening for you. How many of you know or know someone who at one point was jobless, broke, homeless, had a terrible relationship with their family, they were maybe over drinking or they were overweight or had some other addiction going on and everything was crashing down at once? When most people hear circumstances like that, you say, oh God, that you're a shit show and they're like totally in debt or whatever it is. That is literally in my mind, I'm like, ooh, these people are so coachable. If they're willing to do the work, if they're willing to shift their perspective and see how every single circumstance in their life is working for them, if they want to show up and look at it that way. Because when you think everything is happening to me and you are so mired in your victim story, you will perpetuate that story. You will perpetuate your misery. If you think being single and alone, what regardless of your age, because I coach a lot of people in their 20s and late 20s, right? I've, I've coached people in, in college too, right? Like, oh, I would really like a boyfriend, right? It's okay to want it. I am not saying you can't want it, but I am saying you can't want it and think that that is the thing that is going to make you feel fulfilled, And I'm truly at a point in my life, and someone recently just said to me, oh, well, I have this friend, and she's in her 50s, and she's single, and she has, like, such a full life, but it's kind of clear to me that, you know, she talks about wanting a partner, but she doesn't do anything about it. She kind of looks like she's actually playing it safe by not putting herself out there, and, like, I don't want to do that. And I've asked myself that question, ooh, am I getting a little too comfortable being alone? And I know that I'm not. And that's what the beauty of this coaching work really helps me with is is really being honest and clear about my reasoning behind every move I make, being so intentional behind my moderate drinking, being so intentional as to why I've taken myself off the apps temporarily, even though I'm still 100% open to my man coming in tonight, tomorrow, seriously, right? It's all about being clear on my intention And not believing that if I take myself off the apps or if I go all in on my business, then that means I'm closing myself off to Mr. Right. I actually think the opposite. And this is what I touched on last week. I talked about how one of my mentors, Brooke Castillo, talks about when you go all in on one thing and you just grow and grow and grow and move through the discomfort and you create results with your mind and like blow your own mind by what you've created, doing things that you never thought you would do. For example, next month, I'm going to be a guest host on my business coach's Facebook page where I'll be answering questions to uh, as many as 400 people on that page about business. What? 
this artsy-fartsy girl who has a theater major from Lehigh University in Pennsylvania and has only just thought of myself as someone who can teach yoga and coach on the heart and the head and act, right, is going to be coaching other coaches on their businesses. I never knew that I was going to be someone who really knows a lot about growing a successful entrepreneurial business. I did that with my mind. Did I hire the right coaches to teach me? Not just strategy and sales and marketing, but mindset behind that I can totally do this. That's why I wasn't as successful as I am now up until I've been a coach for three years. It wasn't until last July when I hired Stacy to teach me sales, strategy, and marketing, but most importantly, mindset that I'm totally smart enough and capable enough to create a really successful, solid, stable business coaching women on heartbreak. But I had I needed more skills. I needed a new skill set. So I went out and made sure that my mind not only absorbed the information, but I got to a place where I believed it was possible. But I needed to be coached that my thoughts could create this result of being a successful coach. And so this totally does apply to anyone out there right now who is single and is looking for the one and is miserable because he is not here. And and so when I was coaching or actually giving a consultation to a potential client and talking about what she would like to get out of this work together after six months, where does she see herself? Where does she want to be? And she was very much attached to wanting to have a man in her life, right? And so I said to her, I cannot be in integrity and tell you that that is what I am selling you. I am selling you to fall in love with yourself. Literally, anybody listening who's curious about my work and is in it right now and lonely and sad and thinks Mr. Wright coming into her life is going to be the answer, don't call me. (laughs) I have a few spots left for my one-on-one coaching program, and I have no interest on taking on anybody who wants to. I don't have a problem with anyone coming on who knows that their belief isn't serving them and they want to shift that belief, and they are all in and committed to shifting that belief and doing all all the things, behaving as the future version of herself. Behaving as the future version of herself. Yes, I'm going to beat that into all of your heads, and I beat it into all my clients' heads, and my coaches beat it into me. They are talking to me as the future version of myself, and I want to know that the women that I take on are so committed to being so in love with themselves more than they are with a potential partner. That doesn't mean We don't have space to welcome in an amazing partner during our six-month journey, but looking to heal the relationship with him, looking for him to change, looking for him to come back is not the work that I preach. So when I described to her where I'm at in my life and saying, you know, yeah, I'm currently just so, you know, focused on me on so many different things on on my own personal work and my business and all of that. And I can honestly tell you here I am at 38 years old and I've never been happier and I've never been more fulfilled as I still am on the search for my person and want to bring him into my life to start a family. And she said, I, I, yeah, uh, that just like, oh, that doesn't sound like what I want. (laughs) And I had to laugh because I was like, oh my gosh, this girl who's 28 years old. And I'm like, I'm 38 and I'm alone and happy. And you can have that too. Of course. She's like, no, thanks. I, I would really like to be married with kids at 38, which is totally fine. And let me tell you, if I was 28 and someone told me 10 years down the road, you're still going to be alone. I probably would have slit my wrists. <laughs> 
I'm exaggerating. I was never suicidal. Even though my my narcissistic ex definitely told people that I was like potentially going to do serious harm to myself, which that was never, ever, ever on the table or close to happening. But it was it was fascinating to me that that's the card he pulled to justify that that's why he stayed in the relationship with me. Just funny little side note. But I, I totally understood what this 28-year-old woman was saying in the thick of her heartbreak to me. She's like, yeah, no, 10 years down the road, I would like to have a happy relationship. 100%. And I believe if I had the tools that I'm telling her I could offer her, right, it would bring her closer to her man because that's her main focus. But what I was just trying to say to her is it is possible to be happy and alone while you're searching for your person because I am a living, breathing example that that is happening. And I was thinking about this because I have a lot of people in my life. I have a handful of single friends and I have single clients and single peers who I know. And a lot of them are similar to me. I've got a good job. I have uh, my health. I have a roof over my head. I'm financially comfortable. I get to travel here and there. I'm, I've got good relationships with my family or whatever. Nothing's perfect, right? But that there's you know nothing else to kind of worry about, right? I, I feel okay in those departments. So no, working on my love life is the thing that I need to work on in order to be happy, right? And it got me thinking because I am really happy and I wake up every day so excited and I recognize it's because I'm so fucking passionate about what I do. I am so lit up by my business. I wake up every single day so excited to coach my clients. If I'm inspired by a message, I'm so excited to go on social media. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram at Claire Byrne Coaching. I am just so lit up about this work and so passionate about it. I feel like there was... Claire before this work and Claire after this work, really and truly, which is probably like the first 36 years of my life or 37 years of my life. Like who I am since last July, not just transforming my business as an external outcome, but transforming me in order for my business to transform. And that's why I feel so certain about Mr. Wright coming in at the perfect time to have a dream life with him and a dream partnership with him because I transformed me for a dream business and it's still growing and expanding. And I'm looking for that in a partnership to have a dream partnership that's always going to grow and expand. But that has to happen because I transformed me. And I think transformation comes from being so lit up and so proud of the person that you become as you move through your own personal challenges. And so my business, it was two years old, about two years old. And then up until July, it was a bit of a headache. I loved coaching, but I was kind of, not kind of, I was totally winging the business aspect of it. And actually, since I've transformed my business, I've actually become a much better coach. And now I've been able to invest in really, really good coaches to transform my personal life as well, which also makes me an even better coach, which also just lights up my life. I wake up every single day excited about my life. I also love working out. I love meditating. I love connecting with my girlfriends. I am obsessed with watching The Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise every single Monday that those shows are airing with my bestie Aisha. 
it is my brain candy and watching it with her is like, I feel like I should pay her because her reactions make me fall off the couch dying laughing. I love my niece and my nephews. I love that my parents are still here. I love that everyone's happy and okay. I love that I have been traveling that much more. I love fashion. I love clothes. I love that I have fake hair and fake lashes and I Botox my forehead. I'm going superficial, you guys. Like, I literally, I love the food that I eat. I really do. I love that I just did a huge transformation on from regular drinking to moderate drinking. I just love so much about my life. And I'm not going to apologize for being gushy. Turn it off if you don't want to listen to it. And I was really, I was listening to my episode last week and I was like, God, I'm being really gushy. I had a moment of like, oh, is this too much for people? No, I am here to say that this work fucking works. Light up your own life as you search for your man. If your job bores you or you don't, maybe you don't need a job, right? Maybe you have money and you're supported by your husband or whatever. Go figure out what lights you up. Maybe you don't need a job. Maybe you don't need to get paid. Extra lucky you, right? You get to go and like pursue something that lights you up. I was recently thinking I really want to take Irish dance classes. I love Irish dance classes. And thankfully I made my parents swear that they were never going to listen to my podcast, but I have this idea up my sleeve that I want to like hire a a private Irish dancing teacher and like surprise my dad with these other girls who are like his surrogate grandchildren. And at Christmas, just like break out into an Irish dance and like surprise our parents because they would fall off their chairs. Like shit like that lights me up. And whoever my man is going to be, he's going to be like, that is my woman. (laughs) Like, I just love being me. I love my purpose. I love the relationships in my life. I love that I continue to grow myself. I just sent my clients a group text. Yes, my one-on-one private clients. And I just sent them a group text. Don't worry, your privacy is always protected. I BCC'd all of them and just told them about like a boundary that I wasn't upholding for them and for me. And it was actually me being in disservice to them. I was going over on sessions with all of them, but I realized I was coaching like way more hours than what I A, promised, and B, it was coming from a place of of worrying that they like didn't get enough and that they needed more, which was really coming from a belief that I wasn't coaching them to the best of my ability in that 60-minute slot and that I needed to answer every single question that they had. No, that's not how it works with my coaches, and that is not the way I want it to work with them. I want to trust that my clients get everything that they need from the 60 minutes and that they can take the work that we did together and apply the same tools to the other parts of their lives where they didn't get to get their an- their questions answered. And if it's really pressing, they can reach out to me in between sessions and we can get that covered too. I know that the value that I offer, but yeah, there's always cleaning up to do. There's always little insecurities that sneak up that I didn't even recognize. And so I sent them a vulnerable text just being like, guys, I've actually been out of service by staying on longer with all of you, but I thought that I was serving you. And if none of that makes sense, you can message me because it's so true. We think that giving more of our time means more value. Brooke Castillo talks about this all the time, but more time doesn't equate value. It's just knowing that you're giving the value in the time that you have allotted. 
what? But all of these things, I'm going way off track, which is classic Mary Claire Byrne, right? All of these things about me, stepping into my own growth and discomfort, being willing to take constructive feedback, feeling that discomfort, getting my ass handed to me by my coaches when necessary, right? Like I sign up for all of it. And there was a point in time where I would indulge so much shame. I would hide. I would judge. I would get defensive. I would have my dukes up. I'd be super insecure. I would think that I need to get skinnier in order to be more appealing to a man. All the things I would think I'd need to drink more in order to feel more comfortable with a man. All of that, right? Like I'm just a continued work in progress and I choose things in my life. I choose relationships in my life. I choose the work that I do. I choose to put the foods in my body and the exercise and the yoga and the meditation, all of it, because I know I am living my most optimal life and I used to not do that. And that makes me so excited and lit up. And so when he shows up or if I choose to actively search for him, which I'm sure I will again if if he doesn't come organically, but like I am all in on just who I am and how I show up personally and professionally at this point in time. And as a result, dates are coming my way without being online. And there's no coincidence with that, right? So what lights you up that has nothing to do with a man? And if your answer is, I don't know, carve out the time to figure it out. Like, I don't know is not a good enough excuse. I don't have the time is not a good enough excuse. Elizabeth Gilbert talks about this in her book, Big Magic. I reference it all the time. She talks about, and I'm probably going to botch it, but there was an example of a couple who are artists, but they also have kids and full-time jobs. And so they would get up at five in the morning and create their art so that they could tap into their creative fulfillment and then go about their days to keep the roof over their heads and be able to take care of their children, right? And you think, oh, well, I don't have the money to spend on Irish dancing lessons or whatever it is. But like, think about two lovers who live across the country from each other and they're both broke as a joke, but they figure out the money to get to see each other. How badly do you want it? How badly do you want to feel feel fulfilled as you, single and in your prime? That that has to come from within you. And yeah, if you're looking to find a man to fill that for you, we would not be a right fit to work together one-on-one. And I said this last week, some, you know, people have argued with me, well, my friend got really heartbroken and then, you know, she went to therapy a couple of times and then boom, she just like met her guy like that, that worked for her. Great. But it's not working for you. And you've chosen to listen to this podcast. And what I'm telling you to do is go get lit up about your life and stop waiting for someone to come in to do that. And I'm living proof that it is so possible to be so high on life loving on you on the inside and out. Go take yourself to get a mani-pedi or a blowout or a massage or whatever it is to just feel beautiful. You know, yeah, I'm going to go superficial. Buy yourself a cute outfit, whatever. And again, I don't say go over shop or overspend if it's beyond your budget, right? But like create the money to do the things to treat yourself and light you up. Live your life to the fullest now. Stop waiting for a person to come in or stop waiting for your shitty partner to change in order for you to feel better. Go get single, happy, and fulfilled right now. And if you take anything that I have said from this podcast, I hope that you will message me and share the shift because it is 100% possible. I was at the bottom of the barrel of my life eight years ago, 10 pounds underweight, clumps of hair out of my head. I could barely get myself out the door to teach yoga. And I just like 
never thought that I would be the woman that I am today, but I kept showing up. I kept searching over and over and over again. It was a journey, but I'm telling you, this is the work. This is the work that will get you closer to your ideal relationship, but it's not about him. It is about your relationship with yourself. And if you are ready to do that work with me, I hope you will head head on over to claireburncoaching.com and let's get started on falling in love with you before anyone else does. Lots of love, my loves. Until next time. Bye. Hey, love. If you're picking up what I'm throwing down and would like to deepen this work with me as your coach, go to clairetheheartbreakcoach.com forward slash work dash with dash me and apply for my six month one-on-one coaching program where we'll not only heal your heart, but take your entire life to the next level. I can't wait to read your application.